and he lived in this really old apartment building and the elevator was horrifying. Like as soon as we got in, we could hear it creaking. It like stopped for a second and Bob was like, oh my God, what if we get stuck in this elevator? And we were all like, that's never going to happen, Bob. It's fine. And then Skylar jumps and the elevator stops (laughs) for like a solid 15 minutes. Welcome back to another episode of Banecdotes. I'm your host, Phil Paxton, and you're listening to the one podcast that tries to showcase all of Ontario's underground heavy music scene, all the unsigned bands of screamo, punk, uh, hardcore, metalcore, deathcore, you know, anything anything that's heavy with distortion. And uh, yeah, that's how it is. Don't forget to like and subscribe, rate and review in your podcast app, whether it be Spotify, the Apple podcast app, or the Google podcast app, Stitcher, any of that fun stuff. Make sure you leave a comment and tell us how rad we're doing. Uh, yeah. If you want to be a part of the show, shoot me an email, banecdotes at gmail.com. And you can also follow us on our Instagram, banecdotes at banecdotes. That's just, it's that simple, folks. Uh, so yeah, make sure you do all that fun stuff. This week on the episode, I have Haley Stidge. She is the vocalist of a band called Jock, and she also has a side project, or a solo project, if you will, called Gleek. And, uh, I'll feature both of those, uh, songs throughout the episode. But yeah, we had a really nice conversation. Uh, she's really interesting. We've met through, you know, I like, my, my bands come through London and, and, you know, we play with bands, all sorts of bands. And, uh, we've played with Jock a couple times. I featured Jock, I believe, uh, on a previous episode of one of the new Music of the Month episodes. They're rad. They're like a hardcore band. Uh, and then uh, Gleek is more of like a synth pop kind of project which i which i'm all about like I, I you know i as you could probably tell with the music that i feature and play uh i'm a bit of a jack of all trades i don't really have any tailored preference i i, I like a lot of stuff i i really enjoy it uh that's that's why i'm doing this uh the podcast it's it's here to feature all the rad music in ontario a lot of people say is it from you know are, are you doing all the bands in canada uh, no, I, it's too much work to do the bands from Ontario. I can't imagine how it would be to keep on, uh, on keep on top of all the Canadian bands. So we're, we're specifically Ontario based bands. Um, but yeah, give us a shout out if you're interested in being on the show. All right. We're going to get the show started off with a tune off of Jock's first EP, uh, called bust it. Uh, this tune is called, they got a music video for it. It's called mind. Uh, this is Jock. You're on benefit.
Hey, Haley, thank you for joining me today. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Ah, um, how's the weather over there in London? Uh, it's pretty toasty, and our AC broke recently, so that's oh, no. pretty sweet. Um, sweating, for sure. <laughs> it's 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 quite hot over here too. It, it, it's uh, yeah, it just like it's not even summer yet, and it's super hot. Where did that come from? I have no idea. This is not normal for May. I don't <laughs> think, anyways. Exactly. Yeah. I just it always when we get weather like this, I always get worried for like June or July. It's like the worst is yet to come. So I've let the listeners know what you do, but tell us in your words, your role in the Ontario music community. Um, well, I'm in a hardcore band called Jock, um, and I also recently started a solo project called Gleek, um, which has been going pretty well. I uh, just put something out recently. Um, obviously, haven't really been doing a lot of band stuff just with COVID and everything, so this has been a really great way to just keep working on music, keep, uh, keep putting stuff out and staying involved. Totally. So yeah, like, like, well, like you've said, you've been, I mean, fairly busy over the pandemic. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, you recently became a new homeowner. Yes. Yeah. That's exciting. Jock put out a new tune on that charitable compilation that was featured in the new music, uh, month episode here on Banecdotes and your new solo project. Gleek just released an EP along with the music video for the single bruise. Um, What's, what, what inspired you to start your solo project, Gleek? Um, I've been writing music solo for like years and years, a really long time, and I just never really um, ended up finishing anything. Like I'd write all these songs, I'd be happy with them. I put a couple out on Bandcamp under a different name. Um, and then once COVID hit and I wasn't playing shows, I was kind of just like, well, I got to do something. And I'm really proud of the music that I make, and I think it's time that I actually sit down and complete it and put something out. It sounds great. I, I love the new EP. It, it, it's amazing. Um, does, does Jock have any uh, re like releases scheduled for this year? Um, not yet. We haven't really been jamming a lot just because COVID, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, we've talked about working on some new stuff. I think we want to release uh, that single we put out recently on Spotify soon, too. Um, but yeah, hopefully soon, because I miss it. Like Making music by yourself is great. But it's not the same. I no. miss the band. I miss the homies. Yeah, it's totally. Bad times. It, it, it can be tough. Like, uh, like Sinner, we, we haven't jammed like, like at all. Like, we're very much like a jam band. We don't really, like, come up with, like, riffs and send them to each other. We've been kind of doing that, and it's still really hard. But, like, once we get into a room together, it's like, yeah, I very much miss the homies as well. I totally can relate to that. Uh, so you're a very talented vocalist. What got you started into singing? Uh, is Jock your first band? Uh, no. So I was in a pop punk band when I was like 15. Very Haley Williams worship. Just wanted to be her. I mean, who didn't? Right. Um, it was called Love Worth Finding, which is like the cringiest worst name ever. <laughs> um, it was fun, though, and that was my first, like, actual band. I got into singing through uh, church, which I think is a lot of people's intro into singing publicly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, from a very young age, just was something that I've always done. That's cool. That's awesome. Um, and you never took any vocal training because, like, you've got a really good voice. Um, I did take vocal lessons for a little bit when I was, I think, 14. I actually had the same vocal teacher as Lights. 
which I oh, think is cool. super cool. Yeah, she had a bunch of her unreleased demos from when she was like 15, 16 that she used to show me. So that was really neat. That's um, super exciting. She was definitely a fantastic vocal teacher and was very formative and just like helping me discover my own sound. And I think like her showing me all of Light's early stuff because I idolized her at the time as well. Like what kid that age didn't? If you were in the Ontario music scene, like everybody loved Light's. Totally. So hearing all that was definitely a um, big encouragement for me being younger. That's great. Uh, what have been some of your favorite Ontario bands within the last year or so? What's caught your attention? Oh, man. In the last year or so, honestly, I'll throw myself under the bus. I am terrible at keeping up with music. That, that's being fair. A musician. <laughs> um, I can't really think of anything in the last year that's come out. That's fair. I mean, that's part of the reason, that's actually part of the reason why I, I do this show is because, um, you know, as a musician, when shows are happening all the time, it can be hard to catch up on. Like, I know it's as simple as just looking them up on Spotify or Apple Music, but like you, you often forget that there's so many names that you see and it, it can be tough to actually, you know, put your finger on the pulse of the music scene that's always happening. And that's kind of what inspired me to create this show is because uh, like there's so much music constantly happening and there's just, I just want to give it a bit of a platform and just want to showcase all the awesome music that's in this friggin' province. No, that's great. I mean, I guess thinking about it now, Andrew, our drummer from Jock, put his single out a couple months ago. Amazing. Absolutely fantastic. Night Vision by Drives the Common Man. If you haven't listened to it, you should go do that now. Um, and I think he's working on putting an EP out soon as well. So that's something to keep an eye out for. That's exciting. I didn't know mm -hmm. he was putting out uh, solo music. Yeah, it's he's great. It's very like, it's very poppy, but it's got a bit of pop punk influence because that's his roots. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's doing really well too. I think he kind of hopped on the TikTok train, and uh, it's it's going really well for him. So that's awesome. Mm -hmm. So aside from being a talented musician, I've noticed throughout your Instagram that you're also quite a talented photographer. The artwork that uh, of I remember feeling heavy EP. Did you take that shot? I did. That was right outside of my last apartment. What's your relationship with photography? Um, I definitely wanted to be a photographer when I was younger, had the SLR or DSLR. Uh, and then I just kind of gave up on it. I think I put a lot of pressure on myself when I was younger to get really good at it really quickly. And I burnt myself out on it as I tend to do with a lot of things. I'm kind of a go big or go home. And if it doesn't work out, then ah, wasn't meant to be. Um, and now I just take pictures because I like it. If something catches my eye, that's, that's pretty much it. I don't really go out of my way to take photos, but. That's cool. Um, so you, you have like still some sort of like passion for it. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I also see you're a bit of a pet lover as well. Do you own any pets at the moment? Um, not at the moment. I'm really hoping that once we get our house, we can get a dog because it has a full backyard. Nice. And it's been many years since I've owned a dog and I feel like I am missing a part of myself. And you owned rats for a while now. I did. Yes. I had quite <laughs> a few. Um, I think it's been quite a few years since I actually owned them. I did recently get into taxidermy. Okay. Um, and started with rats. I know that sounds weird but you just buy them from the pet store like frozen so you're not right being murderous or anything um but yeah i would like to get pets again i've just i work all the time 
Simon works all the time. I want to actually have the time and the space and attention to give a pet. And I don't feel like I have that right now. So that's fair. You, you want to give it the right. Yeah. That you, you want to be nice to it and all I get that, but taxidermy that's, that's uh, like, how do you, how does one get into that? I don't know. I just got really bored during the pandemic and I was like, I need a hobby. I'm going to try this. Like, do you like, like genuinely asking, like, do, do you have to like, what is, what kind of tools do you need to kind of like, I, I wouldn't even know where to start to, for, for that, to be entirely honest. Um, you pretty much just need a good like scalpel kit and then something to make a mold out of. So I use styrofoam and clay. Interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, taxidermy has never been something that's ever crossed my mind as a hobby or interest, but that's, I, I've always uh, applauded the people who can do that because it is certainly uh, in our form. Yeah. And like, you have to be really careful to be respectful about it too. Like I would never go out of my way to um like unethically procure something to taxidermy you want to be really careful about where like how you source things and just try and generally be respectful during the process because it's one of those things that is already kind of like it's not there's nothing wrong with it morally but it is kind of on that line of like ooh, that's a little bit of a weird thing to do so you want to make sure that you're taking care to be respectful and not like just brutalize this poor dead animal <laughs> <laughs> no that's that's super interesting i've never yeah no uh last week before we get into some anecdotes correct me if i'm wrong but you used to used to work for a cannabis or still do work for a cannabis producing industry uh i still do second one i've been uh at it for about seven years now i think so what's that experience like um, it's very corporate now. I'm not going to lie. Ever since legalization took over, uh, it's very structured. Health Canada kind of has us by the balls. So it's basically food manufacturing. The first, the first LP that I worked at was a greenhouse and we just sat around trimming weed all day. And that was awesome. And I think that's what most people think of when they think of the weed industry. But now that edibles have really taken a front seat, it's food manufacturing. Like it's, it's consumables. It's stuff that people put into their body. So we have to be very careful and very clean and make sure we're following all the regulations and but it's cool i really like it it's a fun industry to be in because it's different absolutely uh, you said you even worked for it before legalization yeah so when i first started it was just for medical interesting mm -hmm. uh, do you grow any cannabis yourself like in like i can announce that you have a house i guess like eh? I, you know what? I honestly haven't. I really don't have much of a green thumb. I like, I have a handful of plants that are super easy to take care of and that's it. <laughs> like um, for being in the weed industry for this long, you would think that I would know how to grow mad weed by now, but honestly, I don't. It's not the case. Eh? Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I feel you. I, I, I have, I can relate to that. Like, you know, Hellbent is a, a weed themed band. So like, you know, it's obviously talked about quite a bit, but out of, in being entirely honest, my, uh, my my brother-in-law he he would grow all the weed when he lived with us in, in our backyard and i would just watch it happen and then like nowadays it's just by myself and i don't know where to start to be entirely honest i have no idea where to start and i want to start it but i have no idea where to start it's overwhelming because if you look it up too, people that get really into growing are like oh you need these nutrients you need these grow lights you need to make sure you're pruning like this often and feeding it this and it's a lot like i just want to be able to a cutting in a pot or like pop a seed and be done with it like let it do its thing it's a weed 
it should be fine. (laughs) It's a good way to put it. Anecdotes. Let's talk about some anecdotes. Tell me your wildest stories from either being on the road or in the studio or anything in between. So my memory is honestly god awful. I don't know how I've made it this far in my life with the memory that I have. So I had to consult the group chat and I can't believe some of the things I've forgotten because there's been some goodies. But my favorite was when we were in Montreal and we were staying with Drew's brother and he lived in this really old apartment building and the elevator was horrifying. Like as soon as we got in, we could hear it creaking. It like stopped for a second and Bob was like, oh my God, what if we get stuck in this elevator? And we were all like, that's never going to happen, Bob. It's fine. And then Skylar jumps and the elevator stops. Oh. For like a solid 15 minutes. I think Bob was in the corner. I was like 
I was yelling at Skylar, like, why would you do this? The elevator was already clearly on its last legs. Why would you jump? Like, in what world did you think that was a good idea? Um, I think at one point someone was like, what do we do? Do we need to call the police? Like, the emergency button wasn't working. Legitimately thought that was how we were going to die. That was it. We were all just going to die in this elevator. And then it just started working again. It just started working, like, out of nowhere? Out of nowhere. Oh, it's like someone was pushing the, like the button like on the top floor or something or the bottom. Like they're just looking Who for the elevator. That's crazy. It was awful. Like, because <laughs> you see it in movies and you're like, that would never happen to me. There's no way that's a real thing. Longest 15 minutes of my life. Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, that, that, would, that would give me a panic attack. I probably wouldn't be okay with that. Yeah, it was not a good time. Um, I just couldn't stop laughing because the situation was so ridiculous. I was like yelling at Skylar and then laughing and then yelling and then laughing. Um, that's my favorite one for sure. And that's then, a good one. And then there's just been like, I think the very typical uh, female in a band experience. I've had a lot of people think that I was the merch girl. Um, oh, that sucks. Yeah, it's annoying. Like, I don't really let it get to me too much. I'll usually tell them off because like, it's just annoying. Right. Like, think before you speak uh maybe just survey the room i don't know um and then once after a show at the dome i think you guys may have actually played this one i can't remember exactly who was on the bill but someone that was there messaged the band page afterwards asking if i was single and like going into gross detail about how hot i was Ew. and how hot he thought it was that i was like scary and angry and of course, everyone in the band just went off on him, but it's just weird. Like, I've just had a lot of weird interactions where, like, I don't think you would talk to a male frontman in that way. Yeah. Like, I'm sure it happens, but it's just not the same kind of dynamic. Um, and me just naturally being a pretty aggressive person, it doesn't bug me that much because I just love to fight. And I'm like, <laughs> let's go be weird let me yell at you like i will teach you um but yeah it's just it's still shitty yeah i can only imagine the experience as being like just a, like a female fronted like that that's i i don't even like calling it a female fronted like i i like to stay away from that entirely i just feel like you guys are a hardcore band right like that's, yeah yeah it, it, it is and that's so and anyone who knows the band that's so weird about that guy that anyone who knows the band that like knows that you and simon have been together for like forever like <laughs> I, I think it was just some random that came with a group of other people like okay. i don't think i didn't recognize his name i think we had like one or two mutuals of people that i didn't even really know so i think it was just a weird outlier but yeah i don't know i don't know why anyone would think that's a good idea at all at all <laughs> what are you gonna get from that yeah exactly what kind of yeah that's whack yeah whack. strange times uh what is your go-to gas station snack uh doritos usually doritos. small bag mm -hmm. what flavor classic all the just, way just the like the plain like the nacho cheese yeah oh right on yeah have you tried any of the like the flaming hot ones Honestly, I'm a bit of a baby with spicy food. Oh yeah. <laughs> I hate admitting it, but I am. No, like so Frank's Frank's red hot is my shit. Like yeah. even sriracha is too much for me. Sriracha can be much. I uh, yeah. I like I like spicy stuff, but I'm not a huge fan of sriracha. I prefer Frank's if if I'm going to put like a like a store bought one on on anything. It's got good flavor. It's got good flavor. Yeah. Do you have any gear share nightmares? Um 
being the vocalist, I really don't have to deal with Gearshare much. Yeah. I love watching the Gearshare chats and just being like, hey, you guys are a mess. <laughs> <laughs> like, who's bringing the junket? Yeah. I mean, we always have to Gearshare, though, because we drive around in Drew's car. Okay. Like, we'll bring our hardware and, like, their heads and stuff, but that's it. Like, we always need to share a kit, which has been fine for the most part. I mean, people are usually pretty good about it. Um, I don't think we've ever gotten to a show and like not had what we needed, but yeah, I don't, yeah, (laughs) I just kind of watch from a distance and I'm like, I'm really glad that I don't have to (laughs) deal with all of that. (laughs) Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. Does Drew do all the recording for the uh, band, Jock? Yeah. Yes, he does. I thought I'd do that. And like, it's in the foam dome basement, right? Yes. I don't know if he has a name for his studio yet, but the basement. Yeah, the basement. For, mm-hmm. And for people who don't know who are listening, the Foam Dome is like a DIY house venue that's super cool. Hellbent and Sinner. I think Hellbent and Sinner plays there both. Um, it's a good time. I, I, it's such a good community you have in, mm-hmm. in London. Yeah, I'm really interested to see if they keep doing shows once COVID's over because Bob's moved out. Um, Craig's still there, but... I don't know. It's got to be a lot. Like, I can't imagine living in a house and also using it as a venue. And, like, big props to those guys for being able to do it for so long because I think they gave a, a space that was much needed, for one, and also were just so patient and so amazing with everyone that came through those doors. And being able to host in your home is just something else. Yeah. Like letting random people in your kitchen and in your backyard. I can't imagine. I feel like at all times I'd be like, where are you going? Like, what are you doing upstairs? Like in your bathroom and stuff. Like, no, I feel yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I, I had a pre, I guess she's in the uh, the band Pisser and she uh, runs a, a, used to run a DIY space uh, out of St. Catharines. And uh, she, she talked about how stressful it was. She used to run a show once a month. And yeah, talked about how crazy stressful it could be. Just like, yeah, everybody, not too many people fucking around. I guess some, you know, stealing would happen occasionally, but like it's mm-hmm. not, you know, it is what it is. I, I, I wouldn't be able to do it. That's for sure. No. And I think generally people are pretty good. Like I remember one time they had a Thanksgiving show and I think Bob was out of town and Craig didn't get back till later. So it was someone else that set everything up. And I remember going upstairs and Bob's door was open and there were two girls in his room. And I was like, Oh, what are you doing? Like get out. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, I'm trying to find the bathroom, man. It's like, well, it's not in there. Obviously. (laughs) It's clearly not the one with the bed in it go elsewhere but i think that's the only time that i ever saw anything weird happen there i'm sure they have tons of stories but do you have any uh more music videos lined up for gleek are you allowed to talk about that um not right now i think next time i do a music video i want to make sure it's for a new song because i think like most people in their first release especially when you're just doing it solo i think i made a lot of mistakes um and like it's fine because it's not something that i like i'm expecting to like blow up or anything it's just something i'm doing for fun but i think next time i really want to do a single release with a music video um i haven't really figured out when that's gonna be or which song it's gonna be but hopefully soon because i gotta stay busy (laughs) gotta keep the momentum going absolutely and how was how was shooting that music video it's a pretty cool music video who'd you shoot it with uh josh ford he's amazing is he London local? 
He is from London. He lives in BC now, but oh, he does cool. occasionally come back down. Um, he did Andrew's music video too for the single that he put out. It's nice. great. Um, it was fun. It was very cold. It was in the basement of a warehouse um, just up the street from me, actually, which was a really sick setting. But it was, man, February, I think. Minimal heating. And like, <laughs> couldn't wear a coat because you got to look cool, obviously. Yeah, totally. But no, I was like shaking the whole time. I was really happy that that didn't get picked up in the video because I felt like a leaf the entire time. <laughs> and then when you're cold and you're shaky and you're all seized up, you're like, oh my God, man, I look so awkward. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But Josh was really great. He's a very good person to shoot with. Like, he was really good at making sure that I was comfortable and everything was chill and yeah, it was good. It was the first time that I've shot a music video by myself. So it was definitely a little nerve wracking because when you have a band, you have everyone else to rely on. Like, you know, you're not the center of attention. You're not the only one that they're looking at. Um, yeah, doing it solo was kind of weird. Yeah, I can imagine so. Yeah, but I, I, I think the music video turned out great. Thank you. Me too. I'm really happy with it. Well, I think that wraps up this episode of Banecdotes. Thank you so much, Haley, for taking the time to do this with me. Where can the listeners find all your band social medias at? And is there anything else you want to plug or give a shout out to? Um, Jock is on Spotify, Apple Music, Instagram, Twitter, the whole nine. Um, Gleek is on Spotify, Apple Music. I think pretty much every streaming platform, but I don't have any Facebook or Instagram for it right now. It's just kind of my personal page. Um, as far as plugging anything else, I don't really have anything I can think of other than listen to Andrew's new music. Um, but yeah, that's it. Thanks what, for having me, man. Yeah. And what was Andrew's band again? Drives the Common Man. Drives the Common Man. I'll have to check that out for sure. Yeah. Awesome. So we're going to end the show with Bruise by Gleek.
awesome. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Banecdotes. The songs that I played, the song that I played at the beginning was by Haley's band Jock, and that was their song Mind off their EP, the Busted EP. It's their first EP. They got two, I believe, but I played uh, I played my favorite off of their first one there. And then the song you heard in the middle there was uh, by Gleek. Uh, that was the song Longing, and it featured common, uh, Drives the Common Man, uh, the drummer of Jock. So, you know... We're connecting the dots here. And then, obviously, the last song that you just heard there was Bruise by Gleek. Right on. Don't forget to like and subscribe, rate and review. Follow us on Instagram at Banecdotes, B-A-N-D-E-C-D-O-T-E-S. If you want to be a part of the show, if you want to be featured, shoot me an email. Let's talk. Let's talk about music. Shoot me a message. I don't care. Let's, uh, I'm here to talk. That's what I'm here to do. But right now, I'm here to leave because I got to get going. So uh, thank you again for checking this out. Take it easy, folks.